Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Each week, Cheryl will feature and discuss the many challenges of those living with disabilities, along with the various issues that are faced by their families that are caring for them. So now, please welcome the host of Courage to Overcome, Cheryl Jennings. Welcome to tonight's show. This is Courage to Overcome, and I'm Cheryl Jennings, your host. And as we usually are. We're very thankful that you decided to tune in and listen to the program. It's our goal every week to provide some information about how we can help you live a courageous life, especially if you're dealing with caring for someone in your family or if this is your role as a caregiver. We find that there are many people who are out there caring for someone in their family, but they are unaware of others who are also doing the same thing. And so we try to help you understand that you're not alone, that somebody has gone before you that's doing what you're doing, but there will be others coming behind you. And so one of the things I always am looking for are some tips, some advice, some information, or resources that we can find that would help someone who's coming behind us to save them time and energy, getting the correct information sooner rather than later. As you know, if you are caregiving with anyone, it's very hard to know exactly where to go to get information. You might be doing well to get just the diagnosis from a doctor, and they may be poorly educated on that particular topic, and they won't give you very much information unless you ask a direct question that they can't answer. Or they may be very wise when they just say, well, you know, that's something I didn't study in school, but here is another place that you can go. And we're often looking for the resources, the places where those who are in the trenches of caregiving from one day to the next, where they can actually go and find some help in some ways that maybe there's available services they're totally unaware of. And I know that from state to state and even from county to county, there is so much difference in what's provided. And a lot of it depends on how much income there is in that community to provide those services. But when you live in a little bit larger area, you may be fortunate to find 
that there are services that you've just been totally unaware of. And tonight, my focus has been on focusing on some of the things that are available that were new to me that I found are available in Texas. And I thought, you know, even if you don't live in Texas, if you find out what's available in one state, it's possible it's there all along in your state under a different name, a different label, or maybe it's not there and it's something that you could advocate for to try to get someone to promote that kind of service that's really needed in a family that is caregiving. We all know that when you take on the role as a caregiver, whether it's your child, your spouse, or if it is a parent, that it creates a lot of burdens on the family that they have not always been prepared for. Sometimes it's physical, it's exhaustion, it's burnout, it's problem trying to maintain from one day to the next. Or it could be emotional, we're just not ready for some of the things that we're facing. And maybe if a person is going through caring for one with dementia or Alzheimer's, the things that they say can hurt your feelings or they can hurt you by not knowing who you are or not recognizing you as the spouse. And it's because there's a lot of information that's just we need to understand about each issue, each, if it's caregiving for Alzheimer's or if it's caring for a child with autism. We all need to learn as much as we can about the disease that we're caring for. But it could be that it's financially such a burden. And I'm so aware of how this affects the family, having been a family that caregives from almost the time that we were married. And I realized that there are resources that some of us are just not even aware are available. And tonight, my guest is just so wonderful in being able to share with us some of the things that are available in the area where she lives, and it might open your eyes to something you can check out where you live. And we know it's not going to be the same everywhere, so if you're having a problem finding that resource where you live, you can always get in touch with us, and we'll try to help you find a website or some information about what's going on where you live. Tonight, I'd like to welcome to my show Judy Connor. And let her just begin by telling us a little bit about what she does, what this organization is, and how it can start to help people who might not be aware of those services. Welcome to the show tonight, Judy. I appreciate you being able to come on. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm glad to be here. And I'm always eager to talk about the services that we offer we do offer them in Grayson, Fannin, and Cook Counties. That is the area we cover. But so often we talk to people who are searching for services, and until they're hit with a situation, they don't always start looking or know what's in the area. So our particular agency is called the Area Agency on Aging of Texoma. And it is under the Texoma Council of Governments. We are funded by federal and state funds partially. And then, of course, we have different fundraisers where we raise other local funds. But our objective is for the older population, 60 and over, and those with disabilities. And we want to help them remain in the community, living independently for as long as possible. And that's with Alzheimer's, with Parkinson's, grandparents who are raising their, their grandchildren, um, all kinds of situations where 
we provide services that assist them with remaining in the community. That's wonderful. I met you just last week, or I guess it was last week, and I was amazed at some of the things that are provided in the counties that you just mentioned, and especially because I've interviewed so many people that are unaware of some of the things that you are offering. So it really made me think that what you can tell us tonight will be of a big help to people who are in need of like respite care because a lot of places right. either don't have it or they don't know how to find it. So tell us a little bit about what your role is first. All right. I'm the director of the Area Agency on Aging, and so we have a variety of services provided to the community. Respite care is one. And we have support groups that are available. We facilitate those. We have uh, Meals on Wheels that home-delivered meals that are provided to those that are homebound and cannot get out of their homes easily. We also provide Medicare, Medicaid answers to questions that people have about those because if you've ever tried to um, get through some of the Medicare documents and understand Part D information, uh, people understand that, that that's not an easy thing to do, and we have experts that can assist with that. Oh, that's wonderful, because I'm one that has tried to go through that paperwork so many times and have been in tears trying to figure out what do I answer? What is this talking about? Is this me right. or someone else? <laughs> so I, I yes. certainly understand. That's a wonderful service just to be able to understand those two things. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of programs do you find that in the communities that you're serving, do they most request? We have a lot of caregiver um, caregivers that call our office and maybe they've, they have a loved one that's just been diagnosed with uh, either Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or some form of dementia. There are actually 48 or more dementias. Alzheimer's is just the most well-known and they're devastated. Of course, it changes family. It changes the dynamics, um, changes finances. It changes just the way that you live your life. And what I've found to help most, most families, the more they learn about the disease itself and the more they educate themselves about what is available in the community and statewide, then they're the ones that adapt better. They're the ones that um, learn how to function and and they actually squeeze out every drop of quality of life that they have left in that family. So it's one of those things that people rise above the diagnosis and they come out stronger. Oh, that is so true. And, you know, back when uh, we were going through waiting for months for a true diagnosis with our son, I just kept saying, if we only knew what we were dealing with, it would open up right. doors because as long as you don't know, you suspect the worst, you don't see the positives, you see only very glim or dim future out there, and it does make it harder. So that's wonderful that you can, just by saying that to someone who is a <clears throat> caregiver, 
can help them to understand we're not born with all the answers. We're searching to find those answers. And when we do, it helps us to function better. Just like uh, if you had a job somewhere, you can't just go in and be a secretary to someone if you've never learned anything about what the role is. You know, this is a new role in our lives and we can learn it. And so that's great. I'm glad that you're there to give those answers. I'm sorry. Well, one of the programs that we do have is the respite care program for those with memory loss. And we partner with one of the local hospitals. And two days a week from 10 to 2, we have a place where the caregiver can bring their loved one with memory loss to a safe place. And the caregiver can actually go take care of their own doctor's appointments, or they can go grocery shopping, or they can just go home and take a nap while their loved one is in a very safe place. And, um, you know, lunch is also fed to them, snacks and activities to actually stimulate um, the person with Alzheimer's. So it's, it's a twofold. You have the caregiver and the care recipient who are benefiting from that program. Oh, that's great. And that's one of the hardest things to find is a place that you can have any kind of respite care. Do you have any programs that you know of where it's like a day and a night or a few days and a night that are available in the community? When the funding is available, and occasionally we will have some funding that will pay for maybe a weekend, but it's... um, Few and far between, but we do have that available from time to time. So, yes, and the person would just need to call and let us know uh, what are they looking at. Is it an emergency? Uh, We try to find the funding. We have some partnerships going on with some of the um, facilities in the area so that uh, maybe they'll give us a discount for a weekend or something like that for a stay for a someone with dementia. So we do have some assistance like that occasionally, and it's just determined by when the funding comes in. Well, now, you were telling me the other day that you actually have some room available. If somebody is listening that's in these counties, what would they do in order to receive some of the respite care? Well, they would just have to call our office. And then, of course, there's always uh, paperwork involved. There's always uh, getting together. We we talk about it and see what we can provide and where someone has an opening. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. That's really wonderful because I've known so many people that have gone through needing just a little bit of relief. And if it's just a couple of hours, that gives you are four hours. That gives you plenty of time to go, like you said, either go take a nap or go grocery shopping by yourself, which is a real treat if you're caring for someone. I want to just tell people right now that if you have a question and you'd like to call in, the number that you would call is 866-451-1451. And once again, that's 866 451 one four five one, and as you know, our program is geared to trying to help caregivers to be able to learn all they can about what they're dealing with, where resources are, and 
it's getting close to the holidays. If you are if knowing, if you know someone mm-hmm. maybe that's close that would enjoy reading something that helps them understand more about their role, I have a book out on Amazon called It Takes Courage to Be a Caregiver. It's available in print or on Kindle. And that would be a wonderful gift to give someone just to let them know you're not alone. And here's how some people have been able to deal with certain situations in life from a child to a parent. And in the book, I've tried to use a lot of the resources like what we're doing tonight is visiting with Judy. But I try to use some of the information to try to put in that book about what others have said helped them so that it would be a book of value to you. So if you're interested in that, I hope you'll take advantage of that. You know, it's hard sometimes when we're looking for where do you go for the right information. And this Mm -hmm. organization right here is under the uh, initials T, like Tom, or Texas, C for counsel, O, G, is that correct? Of government, Council of Government? Texoma Council of Governments, yes, ma'am. Okay, so if you're in these counties, be sure and go to your website because you can pull up all the information that Judy is going to be sharing tonight. And also, we're going to a- investigate some of the other programs that are available in, this, in these counties here, too, tonight. So if you do have a question, once again, the number is 866-451-1451. And this is Judy Connor, who is the director on aging here in Texoma area. And I, I'm so glad that you are able to answer some of these questions. You also mentioned that you have support groups. Now, are those limited to just the aged? Are they available for if you have a child? with disabilities. Those are some of the things that we'll talk about when we come back and find out what else is available in those counties. I just want to say we're going to go to our first commercial break. You're listening to Courage to Overcome, and we hope that we're giving you some courage and hope as you're living your life as a caregiver. We will be back in just a moment. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted, and every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. Whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, no, there is hope, there is help, there is healing. 
author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you've gotten your drink of water. Mm -hmm. And now keep your pen handy because um, I want to just ask some questions tonight. Let Judy help us understand some of the other programs that are available there because as you know, not everything that happens in life that's hard is when you get older. So let's talk just a little bit about some of the services that are available. If you have people maybe with mental health issues or you have disabilities, what are some of the programs that you know of that are available around there? Oh, sure. We have lots of programs that uh, cover a variety of, of subjects. <clears throat> And one place that you can get that information is called 211. And for mental health issues, we do have some connections to resources, uh, those with disabilities who need uh, maybe some durable medical equipment, maybe somebody who needs ramps, um, someone who needs um, walkers. And we can, we can help assist in connecting to other services in the area where, um, where maybe people don't know exactly where to look up anymore. And a lot of people don't use phone books anymore, um, but we're able to connect to other resources in the community. Oh, that's great. We just recently have been trying, well, it's been for a long time, trying very hard to get a wheelchair fixed and the company we were dealing with was very unresponsive. Mm. And just while our son's been in the hospital, we're finding that there's another company that Medicare and Medicaid would allow you to change companies. And we didn't even know those things. So, I mean, here I am dealing with this day in, day out, and yet I constantly am learning about uh, things that are available. So this is great information here. And if somebody has durable equipment that they don't need anymore, do you take donations? Well, if we have someone, a client that we know of that needs it, we can. But unfortunately, we don't have storage. We don't have room to store certain things. So um, in that case, we do have a contact person. Um, it's a possibility, but okay. it depends on what the item is and then the timing of it. So if they do have something, if they'll give us a call, we can take it from there and see if we can't find uh, a new home for that. Well, and that's important to me because we've gone through so many different uh, pieces of, of equipment in our lifetime, and we try to find right. people to hand it down to because it is very expensive. <clears throat> and once you can't use it, you want someone who can to be yes. able to get that, to receive it. Okay, so that's a, that's a great information right there just to know about the durable uh, equipment. Now, what other kind of uh, things do you offer or do you send people to that are needing uh, mental health services? Do you have connections to uh, counselors or to doctors or people in the community that help assist with this? 
We do have resources in the community. We work closely with other agencies. So when something like that happens, someone calls us, we have an information referral and assistance person that takes all the calls that come into the area agency on aging, and she screens them very well. If it if that person needs to be referred to another agency, she does it at that time. If not, she will uh, give it to one of the case managers, and we follow up with them quickly. And we do try oh, to get great. the service to them as quickly as possible. Well, you know, that's really important, too, because so many states have really emptied out a lot of the facilities that used to be available to help people with mental health issues. And All right. so mm -hmm. it's hard for people to know where to go. And I understand that a lot of people that live on the streets sometimes were just people who had mental issues, but they would no longer have anybody to oversee medication. And if they don't take it, they don't want people to help them. And so if we can prevent right. homelessness, that's, that's great. Do you connect also with uh, helping the VA in this way? Or is that totally We have separate? a couple of... Oh, no, we have a couple of programs within TCOG. Um, we have a program called VASH, works very closely with veterans in the area. And um, we also have, for example, we just had a coat giveaway at TCOG, and there are thousands of coats that are donated, but veterans are uh, a big part of that group that come in for those coats. And so we're very fortunate to be able to help them. Oh, that's great. Now, you made me think in our community, we have uh, backpacks for children to help them have food that they can take home on the weekends because not all parents are taking care of their children. Do you work with any kind of organizations that help with children, too? Well, we do have a program within the Area Agency on Aging in the Caregiver Program, and we help the grandparents who are raising grandchildren. Sometimes they're great-grandparents raising great-grandchildren. And right. we have a grant through one of the um, local rotary clubs that actually purchases the school supplies for these kids to get back into school every year. And then we also have private donors who um, just make sure that all of the children in that program have Christmas gifts for that year, either through Toys for Tots, or if they're older, then making sure that they have something for Christmas. We, we don't want anyone to go without Christmas gifts. Oh, that's good. I know that that's, that's a very important thing for little kids to feel like they're included. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we don't want people to feel left out. Uh, what kind of – tell us a little bit about your Meals on Wheels program. Do people – uh, volunteer to go take those meals, or do they uh, do they pay for the meals? How does this work? Well, the state awards us money, grant money, and we contract with the local Meals on Wheels, the Tri-County Nutrition, and they are the ones that actually have the volunteers who deliver those meals. However, our case managers from the Area Agency on Aging are the ones that visit with those uh, clients, those homebound clients, and they're the ones that um, ensures that they have what they need, that nutrition is discussed, and um, they also do a comprehensive assessment on any other needs besides the nutrition 
for example, within the home and when we have housing bond money from the state, uh, we also check homes to see if if it's in good um, condition, if there are doors or windows that need to be replaced. We have some programs that address that. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. I didn't know about that. Uh, there's always people that are that fall through the cracks, literally, with uh, yes. the yes. needs in their home not being kept up. Maybe they're older, they don't have much money, and they don't have family close to look after them. So that's that's wonderful. So do you get people involved in the community to help with these programs? Well, we do have volunteers, and... Um, the volunteers with Meals on Wheels is through the Tri-County. So there are times when many of us do volunteer to, look, to deliver meals. We just did that in November. Um, but the main volunteers that will do it on a daily, weekly basis actually comes from the Tri-County Nutrition themselves. The volunteers we have is either for benefits counseling, it's going to be for the ombudsman program, and the ombudsman program that we have will provide that uh, oversight to all of the facilities in the three counties to ensure residents' rights. The ombudsman and those that are volunteers and are trained as ombudsmen go into each one of the facilities and they advocate for that resident and they ensure that that person is being treated with dignity, ensure that they are being treated respectfully and with all of their rights intact. Now, okay, if this is uh, an advocate for them, are you saying they go into each of the facilities where people are residents or they go into their homes too? The residents. We hear about in, in the facilities. Oh, okay. okay. The residents in the facilities, yes. Like nursing homes. Uh-huh, and assisted okay. living facilities. and You know, it's interesting because I never heard of an ombudsman program um, until just recently. So that's something that I'm glad that they have because there are always people that can have a story about somebody, a loved one that was abused somewhere. And it takes oversight. And as much as we don't like all the red tape, it does take oversight to make sure family members are treated well and, and they're not being yeah. abused or are uh, taken advantage of. You know, there's so many issues that are involved in from birth to death that we have to address with different programs. How do we take care of these situations? Because there are all kinds of things that people live with in bad conditions and we don't even know about it till we get out there in a community. So I, I'm so glad to learn about some of these things that you're talking about. Is the, is the ombudsman somebody that's elected? Are they hired or, or, or what? Well, our staff ombudsman, local ombudsman, is hired, and she is trained by the state ombudsman. So it's, it's a statewide, a national-wide program. Okay. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. We're going to need to go to a break again. And uh, you're listening to Courage to Overcome on BBM Global Network. We're so glad that you're here. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Uh, this has just been very interesting to me, Judy, to learn about all the different issues that are in the umbrella of this council of government. And I wish that I had known a lot of these things a long time ago that would have made the journey that we've had uh, much easier because, like I said, there's so many things that you don't know until you are needing it. And then very few people even know about what's out there. And so part of our role, I think, is in helping educate the public to what kind of services they could try to investigate in their own town. And knowing that this is a global program, you know, everything could be different in another place. But just to open our eyes to what could be available might open the door for people who are listening to be able to get some services. Now, let's go back and talk a minute about caregivers themselves. Tell us some of the programs and uh, things that you have that actually help those who are in the throes of caregiving, if it's at home caregiving or if it's in assisted care or if they're overseeing a loved one in, in there. Well, much of the caregivers, many of them, are trying to care for their loved ones at home for as long as possible. So I would have to say the majority of our caregivers are are within their homes trying to find services that can assist. And one of the things we have at this point, for example, if they've just been, the person was just diagnosed, um, they're trying to get used to the whole idea, they're trying to find out the resources, one of the best the best um, services that we have available would be our support groups. We have individual support groups. It's for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, grandparents who are raising their grandchildren. 
and we have an evening and a day Alzheimer's. We have them in all three counties, and this is a place where caregivers can come and learn. We have people who are ranging uh, up to 12 years caring for someone with Alzheimer's. We have uh, people in the support groups that some have placed their loved ones some have chosen to keep their loved ones at home. So you have a wide range of experiences. And again, you have to find the best way to take care of your loved one that fits your family, because not everything fits each family or each situation. So the support groups are a great way to um, be able to talk with others who've been in the same situation, who are currently in the situation. And it brings a lot of experiences to where someone who's just starting out in the caregiving situation um, might, might learn something that keeps them from experiencing so much frustration. If they can hear at the front, this is what I would do differently if I could do it over again from someone Right, so support right. Groups That's absolutely are a great blessing. Well, and if they can't even get out of their home, just to learn that there are connections online now, you know, and I actually help try to connect people up through my website to try to help them, first of all, realize they're not alone because that's the biggest right. problem that people say they have. They feel alone. And now, this is my thought about some of this. I think that in some of the older generations, maybe we were told to not talk about a problem that you had out in public, you know, keep that under wraps. Well, as a result, mm -hmm. people didn't get help until it was too late. And then nobody knew that there was a struggle going on until it, you could hardly fix it. But I believe if we could share some of the experiences that we go through we are opening the door for people to say, oh, I felt that way too. Or, yeah, I had a hard day. And I have someone that cares enough about me to call me, to text me, send me a card, or just to keep up with me. And while we've been away from home now almost nine weeks with our son, I have friends that are texting me, reminding me to take care of myself and just asking me almost every day, how are things going? And it gives me such a, a tremendous support knowing that I'm not alone, that people are praying for us. And that's the way I, I meet a lot of people who are in the same situation, maybe with a family member that's passing away or something, but we're all together. We're helping one another. And just knowing you're not alone is one of the biggest things that I think we can do for each other. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm sure you would agree that just the support we need to offer one another would save a lot of heartache for people. Well, that's one of the biggest things that we hear is that they feel so alone, like they're isolated. And, and they do become isolated, the caregivers do, if they don't go out somewhere and try to take care of themselves. Support groups, uh, Trainings like we have one training called Powerful Tools for Caregivers. We actually train people how to become a better caregiver, including finding out where resources are. But being able to... 
be with others who are in the same situation or very similar situations will help that caregiver come to terms with things and actually be able to help them take better care of themselves. That's true. That is very true. And that's a part of the problem for caregiving, caregivers is that we become very consumed sometimes with caring for someone because maybe they are asking for something every time you sit down, which can happen. But a lot of the times we just don't realize we're so tired and exhausted until we're sick. And I think that's one of the things that now people are becoming more aware that you do need some quiet time. You need some time alone. And I appreciate the fact that y'all are offering this respite care and day programs. Tell us a little bit about conferences that you have. I'm sorry? Conferences about when what? you have a caregiver oh, conference. Oh, conferences, sure. Uh-huh. Well, we, we have held two caregiver conferences in the most recent past. And one was uh, Dr. Tam Cummings, who wrote a great book on Alzheimer's, Untangling Alzheimer's, one of the better books, I think, that I've ever read. And we are looking at and planning a uh, the next caregiver conference is going to be uh, caring for your aging parents. And we've had so many people calling, those um, 30, 40-year-olds and and older who are caring for their aging parents and they're not quite sure where to go, what to say, what questions to ask. They're just not sure of where to begin and they're, they're asking questions. So we want to provide those resources and the information and the tools for people to do the preparation, find out beforehand, before there's a crisis, on here's your basic, here is a basic um, place agency to contact for information. When something happens, here's what we offer. And one of the things that we offer is a Texoma Senior Sourcebook. We publish these annually. And it gives federal, state, and local resources for seniors. It has websites, phone numbers, local and state, that caregivers are those who find themselves in situations they're needing to find services of a specific nature. They can actually go into this magazine and um, find those, a phone number that they can actually call and talk to someone. Oh, that's wonderful. And, you know, when you were talking about that, 30s and 40s taking care of their parents, that's young to take on that role. And uh, some of us that are older are in that sandwich generation where we've cared for parents as well as children or grandchildren. But when you get younger and younger doing this, it creates a tremendous burden because they're right in the midst of starting families and having young children that might be involved in a lot. So that's wonderful to have that. And I'm sure that when they could put their questions together, you could get a lot of information gathered up for those people to learn. And having older people who've already gone through this can be a, a big a blessing to them to realize, okay, it's yes, it's going to be hard, but here's some things that can make it more manageable for your family. Uh, a couple of the things that I know we've, talked about in our book was 
when you have uh, siblings who are long distance. And sometimes all siblings are not created equal. <laughs> if you mm -hmm. have the siblings that are maybe two or three or four or five that are uh, all connected to a parent and yet only one or two wants to be involved. And one of the problems I've seen with Alzheimer's is that once that parent gets where they don't recognize the child, some children say, uh, that's not my mom anymore. You know, my mother's already gone. And they forget that person is the parent for the rest of their lives. And, you know, as long as they're there, we need to take care of them. So, you know, it's good to have someone actually teaching the younger people how to go about doing this. Um, there are a lot of issues that are created in families, a lot of dynamics that can create some hardship. And even when you're raising children and you have a child with Down syndrome or autism or cerebral palsy, you know, learning how to bring all of the siblings in to understand why one child needs more attention than the others can make all the difference mm. in the world. So there's not the jealousy that can happen within a family, you know, of thinking, well, they get more attention than I do. And that's something we really have to prepare our, our kids for. We're going to take one more break. And when we come back, Judy, I'd really like for you to tell us how people can reach you and where they can find you on the internet. But we are going to go to break and we'll be back in just a moment. Horses, mystical, present, past and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability so they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Okay, well, this has been a very interesting program because I really am glad to just present some places that you can go to get some resources to know that it's even available. And then if you live in a different place, of course, you just look up 
on the website for aging or disabilities or ask Google some questions and find out how do you learn about the services available in your community. There's also a lot of programs that are through United Way that help people and many of the service clubs in a community will know about some of the things that are out there because so many of the service clubs, like you've already mentioned, the Rotary helps with some of the, those programs. I know where I live, they help with some of the schools providing some of the books. But there are many things that are available that until you are looking for it, you just don't know where to go. Didn't even know it was there. Right. One of the things that I was talking to Judy about that we don't have all the details right now, but you could also check that in the state of Oklahoma, they have set up where once a year they have one place in the state that they go and they have a group of dentists who will offer round-the-clock care for about two days in a large place. And the one that's coming up in, I believe it's February, in uh, at the Choctaw Casino that's in, I believe it's in Durant, isn't it? Yes. Is that Durant? Yes, okay. Uh, that's a different part of the state for me. But anyway, all the dentists go together and they help supply dental work People can go where they can stand in line and they are able to get some services if they don't have insurance and don't have coverage. I know we've had that already in the community where I live, and it's wonderful because they've served so many of the VAs and the homeless and so many people that just don't have insurance. But there are different kinds of organizations where you live. I want you to really open your eyes, take a look, see if you can find what's available where you are. And Judy, I'd ask you just one more time, would you give them the information where to go online to look up some of the information okay. you've shared tonight? All right. Online, it would be www.tcog.com, and it'll pull up to the website. There are different departments to, to access the digital text on the senior source book. You would go to departments on that website, aging services, and then all kinds of information comes up to the right on under um, aging services. Texoma Senior Sourcebook is one of them. And also online under caregiver is the caregiver forum. And that is hundreds and hundreds of questions on caregiving. Uh, people type in whatever question they have, um, my parent is walking and wandering around it in the evening. Does anyone have experience with this? And someone else may answer about sundowning if they have dementia. So it's a lot of contact with other caregivers in all types of situations that will be beneficial to those who cannot readily go out to an agency or maybe they don't know what books to buy. This will answer a lot of caregiving questions just online. Oh, that's great. Now, well, one I thing, appreciate that. Go ahead. Well, one thing you had asked me about was um, funding for health initiatives. For example, dental, vision, hearing, emergency medications. So we do have some funding currently. Cook County United Way has provided us with funding for all residents of Cook County. So we do have that available, and all they would need to do would be to call our IRNA person, and I can give that phone number before before we get offline. And go then we also and, have funding. Go ahead and give go it now. Go ahead and share that. Uh -huh. If you would, go all ahead right. and share it. 
It's 903-813-3505. Okay. And then and we also else. have... Pardon? And then you were going to tell us something else. Yes, we have the funding for Sherman, Denison, and Pottsboro for the same thing. It's dental, vision, hearing, and emergency medications. Now, keep in mind that our age group is 60 and over. So we do have some eligibility criteria, but as long as they meet those um, and they live in the areas that we just discussed, then they should be uh, able to access some of those services. Okay. Wow, this has been power-packed with a lot of information here. I do want to say, if you would like to get in touch with me, I have a website called todayscaregiving.com. I try to write blogs on there and connect to some of the uh, information that I have that's available or talk about some of the issues that are going on. Or you can just uh, go to uh, CherylJennings.com, www.CherylJennings.com, and that's C-H-E-R-Y-L-G-I-N-N-I-N-G-S.com. And once you go on there, you can actually put in your email address, and you can download a free PDF uh, ebook that will actually give you some of the top 10 problems that families say they face when they have special needs children. And you will find that they're similar to the same problems that you are going through if you're caring for a parent. And so that's free. Just access that because those are tips. And it helps you to see that other people are asking some of the same questions. They feel some of the same stress that you do. So be sure and go to there. And as always, you can go back and listen to any of these recordings that we have available on BBM Global Network site. And this program is titled Courage to Overcome. If you go to that page, you can take advantage of listening to anything from Alzheimer's to autism, cerebral palsy, PTSD, and just many different topics that would all fit under the umbrella of understanding and helping people cope as caregivers. And we just want to make sure that you understand everything we do is to try to help provide you hope. You can do this. Don't give up. Ask for help. Don't be afraid to tell people that you're having a hard time and you really need some help once a week or, or for an hour just to come in and help relieve you, to give you someone that can just give you a little bit of time alone. And learn how to use your voice to speak up and to say, I really need something. Most of us are reluctant to say we need something, but we would be willing to do anything for someone who asks for help. So let's be sure that we look out for caregivers during this holiday time, try to relieve a little stress for them. That would be the best thing you could do for them. And don't forget those people who are alone and call and check on them and make sure that they have everything taken care of that they need. I found that the best way to help you deal with some of the hardships in life is to get involved in other people's lives to help them, and it takes the weight off of your shoulders of thinking, poor me, but more it's you feel good about giving and helping other people. And it really is better to give than to receive because we can give so much of our time, a listening ear, 
and be able to just encourage the people who are going through a really tough time by just doing simple, small things with them and for them. I'm so glad that you listened to this program, and I hope that you will tell others about it. Tell them that they can go on and listen to some programs that might be of interest to them and share this program with those that you know. I'm also on LinkedIn, and just look up my name, Cheryl Jennings, and I write blogs on there, and I talk about some of the things that are coming up and some of the books that are available that I've either been a part of or that I've written. And I do that not for myself, but to help share the information that I learn in life that would help other people to better able cope with the situations that they have. And I do understand firsthand what it's like to be a caregiver, help care for parents, for grandparents, and for children. So, you know, we're not talking about something we learned in books. We're talking firsthand. These are problems that we've gone through and we've faced, and now we can help other people. And I really appreciate you listening to this program. We will be on the air next week. We will not be on Christmas Day But be sure and tune in next week because I'm going to have a a sweet lady on that has taken care of her parents over 20 years. And she will have some great advice to give you. For right now, this is Cheryl Jennings, your host on Courage to Overcome. You've been listening to BBM Global Network, and I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you again for tuning in. You've been listening to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Be it Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, or autism, listen each week for an informative look into the lives of those challenged by these and other disabilities today on the next episode of Cheryl Jennings' Courage to Overcome. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.